Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. What happens after you've stood on a stage, you've poured out, you've shared your message, and it's time to step off? What happens next? Hey, I'm Mary Snyder, and I'm so glad you dropped in here. Today, we're talking about what happens after you speak. I recently was chatting with one of my Activate speakers, and via message, she shared how her weekend had gone. She had been at a retreat, spoken several times, and she said, Mary, my word, I'm exhausted. I had no idea it would take this much out of me. And then she said, would you do an episode about that? And of course, here we are. So thank you for that. I never thought about aftercare. We didn't talk about it 25 years ago. But here's what I want to say to you is when you stand on that stage and you pour out and pour out and you serve because that's what you're there to do. You're there to serve. You're there to listen to the women after you've been on the platform. You're down there listening to their stories and connecting with them and hugging and praying You have to take time to care for you. You cannot serve out of emptiness. And if you don't take the time to fill back up, you can't keep doing this. Now, I'm an extrovert and I love people. I love being with people. I get energy from people. But I also know myself, and I've been around long enough to know that I have to put a pause on it and go take care of myself. That I can't be, you know, roasting s'mores over the fire at 11 o'clock and karaoke at midnight and then rolling into bed at 2 a.m. Knowing that I have to get up the next morning and be on the platform to share a message because I won't be prepared. I won't be rested. And most of all, I will not have the right amount of time with Jesus. Now, what is the right amount of time? As the words came out of my mouth, I almost laughed. There is no right amount of time. But I know this, if I'm rushed, I won't make time. The default will be get ready, make sure your hair's in place, your makeup's in place, your lipstick's on, you're dressed, You've gone over your notes four, five, six, seven hundred times. But did I just pause and spend time with the Lord that morning? Not, Lord, get me ready and let's do this thing. But in a, hey, Jesus, it's good to be here with you this morning. Let's just chat. That type of posture. So here's what I want you to think about. As you plan your speaking events, if you know you're going to be at a retreat where you're going to be there overnight, maybe one night or two nights, and you know your propensity is to hang and party until the party goes to bed, don't do that. (laughs) Get 
some time alone. Even those of us who are sanguines to the core, we are outgoing extroverts, love everybody. We still have to pull back. Something else I am very much a stickler about is I room alone. Now, you may have your best girlfriend with you and that may work for you. And I have done that. I have traveled with some dear girlfriends and they are awesome. They know me well enough to know they need to just leave me alone. And we are far enough in our friendship that I can say, hey, I just need to be over here on this side of the room. But typically, I like my own room. That way I can go after I have poured out, I have ministered, I have shared a message from the platform, I have loved on people. I go back to that room and I just sit in wonder of what God is doing. I do things like this. Now, this may not be for you, but it's for me. I typically like to take a facial mask with me, one of those you can just, you know, in the little packets. And I like to do the little eye things that go under your eyes. And I go back to my room that night and I just relax. I just try to turn my mind off. Now it's hard. And I try to get as much sleep as possible. And the next morning I get up and I put my little facial pad on and my little under eye things on and I lay on that bed for 20, 30 minutes and just talk to Jesus visit, just get my heart ready for the next day. And then I go out and I serve again. And then I pack up and I go home. And then there are all those people at home who've been waiting on you to get there. They don't care that you just went and spoke at this amazing event. And they're not remotely interested that you just are blown away by what God was doing in that room. They may listen to you. But they are mostly like, so mom, what's for dinner? Or, hey, babe, where's my, where's, is the laundry done? You go right back to where you were. So I want you to find a day. And if it's not a day, maybe two hours or an hour on the Monday or Tuesday after you speak. So if you're speaking on a Friday or Saturday, I know Sunday's a busy day often for us. But if you could find Sunday afternoon, it would be awesome. But if not, maybe Monday. If you aren't working outside of the home, if you're not going to a job, and if you are, can you take a half day off after speaking a weekend? And just use it for you. Go get a pedicure if that's what you love doing. If you are somebody who loves to just roam the shops And look, and that is just relaxing for you. Go do that. If you're like me and you would love a pedicure and a good book, do that. One of the things I love to do when I just need to unwind is to grab my sparkling lemonade. I love anything that's sparkling. I don't drink sodas anymore. Well, I drink about two a week. But I do love a sparkling like lemonade. So I get my sparkling lemonade and a fresh lemon, squeeze it in that glass, take it outside on the deck and prop my feet up and just read a book. That to me is just luxury. I'm able to just drift away from all 
the pouring out. You have to make time for you. The life of a speaker, it's a life of service. And taking care of yourself after you have been in service, when you've gone into an event and you've shared and you've worked, and the lead up to it can be taxing because you're processing, you're working through, you're working out your message, you're rehearsing. So once it's over, you need to take a minute, take a breath, because the next one's coming. And right now, maybe you're only speaking once in a while, but I really want you to think about what is the good process when I'm speaking two times a month, three times a month. Maybe I'm speaking six weeks in a row. I've got six weekend bookings in a row. What is that in your life like? Set up the systems that are going to take care of you. What is your ritual before your event? How do you handle that? Here's what I like to do. When I walk in to wherever I'm speaking, I am all in. When I walk through that door, it's me and Jesus. I say, Lord, let's go serve the people. And I am all in. I am hanging out. I want to be with you. When it's my turn to get up on that platform, I get up there. I share. I go back into that audience. I'm sitting on the front row. If they'll let me, if they'll have me, if not, I'll sit on the back row or I'm at a table. I want to be with the people because they have brought me there. And they have given me the opportunity to connect with these people. I know God's given this audience to me for this season. So I'm all in. Now, when the event's over, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go back to my room. If it's at a hotel or a retreat center, like I said, I'm going to hang out for a little while and then I'm going back to my room. But create your ritual. What does that look like? And then I want you particularly you introverts. I want you, if you're multitasking, come over here. I want you to listen to what I'm going to say. You introverts, where it is work for you to be with people. First of all, I have so much respect for you, but I want you to connect with your event planner. Let her know you want to serve her well, but that you're an introvert and ask her, What do you think is best for this event? You notice I didn't say best for you. Best for this group of women. How can I best serve them? Now, you're being honest and you're telling her, you know, I'm an introvert, but I'm here to serve. Now, extroverts, you're going to do the same thing, but you're not going to tell her you're an introvert because you're not. How can I best serve your women? That's going to do two things. One, it's probably going to blow her hair back a little bit. And two, it's also going to let her know that you know your limitations. So how can I serve your women? And also, how can I make sure I am the best me the next day? Again, this is for overnight events. You want to be the best you and you be honest with her and say, you know, my heart is to stay up till two in the morning and just hang out with the gals. But I want to be fresh and ready. So I'm thinking... I know we said we're done at 9, 9.30. Does everybody typically hang out around, you know, here at the retreat house or at the retreat center? Does everybody kind of hang out here? And if she said, oh, yeah, they'll hang out till midnight to say, well, you know what? I'm going to make it a point to stay about an hour. Do you think that would be good? And this is for introvert and extrovert. Extrovert, 
we know you're going to want to stay the whole time. But you have to set those boundaries. This is all about care. I go back to what I said in the beginning. You cannot serve out of an empty vessel. You can't pour out of something that is empty. So you have to take care of you. You are going to love on these women. You're going to be a part of their event. You're going to be with them either one or maybe even two nights. And they are going to be your biggest champions because you're going to serve them so well. But when you head back, whether you're driving or flying, and you go back and you're serving your family and you're taking care of them, and you may even be going to a job on Monday morning or Sunday, you're teaching in your local church. You carve out an hour or two or six, whatever your schedule will allow, and you spend time just resting. Again, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you have your person that wants to go get a facial and have a spa day. Maybe you just want to go to the park and walk and just enjoy the peace and the quiet. If your park is like mine, you're not getting that there. We do have a park that's close by that is very peaceful. I say all this because, you know, as we've grown together over this year and a half, I've been doing this podcast A lot of you have gone from, you know, we started in 2020 when there weren't a lot of bookings and now your calendars are filling up. You're spending time out on the road. You have to take care of you and create your boundaries and create your systems and your, for lack of better words, rituals. Like again, I told you, I love to do the face mask, lay on the bed and just, ah, before I step up to speak that next day. Now, if I do get the opportunity to do it the day I speak, like if I come in on a Friday and I get the opportunity to do that, I love that because it just helps me just clear my mind. But set up your rituals, set up your time. Here's what I know. God's called you to this. He's equipping you for this. He needs you healthy. And a part of that is making sure you are well rested and that you are well grounded in the word of God. Spend time with him. Search out the scriptures for what your next steps are. Remember, take care of yourself. You have a lot of work to do. All right. You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.